Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our path to wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are designing their version of a wealthy life. Teresa Leftenant is a certified financial planning professional, financial advisor, and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Teresa is author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. The Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated owns CFP and Certified Financial Planner Certification Marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The views expressed here reflect the views of Teresa Leftenant and her guests and may change as market or other conditions change. Actual investments or investment decisions made by Ameriprise Financial and its affiliates will not necessarily reflect the views expressed on this program. This program will provide only general information, is not intended to provide investment advice, and does not account for individual investor circumstances. Investment decisions should always be made based on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and no forecast should be considered a guarantee. Investment products, including mutual fund shares, are not insured, are not guaranteed by any financial institution, and involve investment risks, including fluctuation in value and loss of principal. Ameriprise Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Consult your tax advisor or attorney. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome to episode 49 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we support women to create their own version of a wealthy life. I've been a CFP and a wealth advisor for over 30 years, and women and their partners hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can build the financial resources they need to pursue their passions, explore who they are, express their inner talents, and live their personal dreams. So join us every week to hear my expert guests and I explore how a woman can transform seven areas of living a wealthy life, including her finances, physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships and contribution and legacy. And I share about the inner power qualities that women can develop and the latest thoughts on building wealth and financial fitness. So if you're a regular listener to the show, you noticed that I like to interview many different kinds of coaches. An article I read on LinkedIn, authored by a LinkedIn executive, explores why the life coaching industry has just exploded in the past 10 years. But life coaching, while proven to be essential for success, is still a mystery for many people. So what is a life coach anyway? Well, an explanation that I read from Phil Toll, who's a psychotherapist and a life coach, says this, quote, the difference between life coaching and therapy is that psychotherapy is about helping people heal their wounds, and coaching is about helping people achieve the highest level of their fulfillment or happiness or success, whether they're wounded or not. Now, the LinkedIn article goes on to say, quote, if you want something different in your life, Say you want to make big improvements in your health, go back to school and get a second degree, build a real estate portfolio for extra income, and you're willing to make inner and outer changes to get what you want. Hiring a life coach may be a strategy to get you there sooner. Now, we talk about those seven areas of living a wealthy life on the show, including improving your financial fitness and how to create wealth changing careers or getting promoted to management, getting off your blood pressure medicine, recovering from divorce and finding a more suitable partner, and so much more. So coaching in these areas can help you reach your goals so much faster than you might on your own. Getting the insights and experience of a really good coach can help you overcome the obstacles that you might encounter along the way. So here's some other examples to ponder where a life coach could be the difference that launches you into whole new life experiences. So number one, if you dream of living your purpose, but you have no idea what it is. Number two, if you dream of putting your education to good use, but you wonder why you even went to school. Number three, if you dream of being in that loving relationship, but keep dating losers who just aren't that into you. And number four, if you dream of being financially independent, but you're still using credit cards to get through the month. Now, maybe you don't need a major change in your life, 
but you're working on smaller improvements, like just getting that next job, or need, you need a surge of motivation. You have a big decision to make. You want to just spice up your current relationship. You want to lose a few pounds, save for that dream vacation, or pay off school debt. This is where a life coach can help you make so much more progress towards those goals too. Now, many of the successful coaches that I interview on this show talk about how they help their clients overcome challenges and limitations, particularly limiting beliefs. People can struggle reaching their goals because they have thoughts and beliefs that are contrary to what they say they want. Limiting beliefs, they hold us back from creating our dream life, and they can contribute to chronic low self-esteem, which can be an issue for women. And so, by the way, the definition of self-esteem is, quote, confidence in one's own abilities or worth. So high self-esteem is feeling positive about yourself, your actions, and your future. Low self-esteem is the opposite, feeling negative about yourself. So if your self-talk is more negative, where you tell yourself you can't do it and you aren't meant to have what you want anyway, or maybe your self-talk is more positive, where you tell yourself you can do it, whatever it is that you're seeking, and that you're an awesome and amazing person in all ways which you are, by the way, no matter what you're working to change in your life. So in my book, Reinventing Her, I describe hitting a wall in several areas of my life all on the same day. It was definitely a dark day of the soul. I had a mini breakdown as I reviewed all the areas of my life that sucked. And then I had to admit my, to myself that it was me who had created all the messes. So I've hired many coaches during, after that epiphany and during the past 20 years who've helped me get clear on what I wanted. They guided me to create a doable and motivating action plan. They helped me uncover those limiting beliefs that I couldn't see for myself. And they held me accountable when I wanted to procrastinate or totally avoid doing whatever was hard. So my coaches helped me learn more about the beautiful inner soul that is the best guide of what direction I should take. If I just open up and listen to her whisper the wisdom of the ages to me. So I'm passionate about life coaching and about other life coaches who have discovered their personal doorway to transformation, to the inner work that is required to really thrive in life and make the mark that we're compelled to contribute to the world, to our loved ones, and to ourselves. So my guest today is known as the brand, style, and confidence coach for the whole you. Kim Peterson is a personal brand consultant and image and lifestyle coach who takes a mind, body, and soul approach to working with high achievers, leaders, and emerging leaders. Her clients want to holistically live their purpose and lead from their unique strengths with self-confidence, clarity, inner peace, and happiness, so they can have a bigger influence and impact on those they serve. Kim graduated from Central Washington University, and she aspired to be an attorney and then a psychologist. But at one point, she paused to ask, quote, what, was re- what has really made an impact on my life? The answer, becoming more comfortable in her own skin. Kim had unique and difficult challenges in her early life and suffered from a lack of confidence, inner angst, and a struggle to, quote, be me. Luckily, she realized that if teens, women, and men could free up mind space about how they look and feel about themselves, they could ultimately be liberated to explore and experience more important things in life, like family, friends, purpose, and contribution. Kim's own journey from wardrobe stylist and personal brand and image consultant to life coach who guides her clients through an inside-out transformational process is inspiring to all who are privileged to know and work with her. So let's get to know her better. Welcome to the show, Kim Peterson. Thanks, Teresa. 
Thank you. And I am uh, inspired by you. You are a total package, I must say. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> well, thank you. You know, uh, the work has, um, you know, has its impact. And, uh, you know, when you realize that once you know who you are and you begin to explore that and allow it to come out, then you see the results in your life. So yes, we have a lot in common in that we have our own transformation from a life that really sucked to what I call a wealthy life. And that prompted us to have a passion for guiding other women and men to take a similar journey. So let's start out with you sharing a little bit more about your personal transformational journey. Sure, that's... uh... That is a loaded topic, but I will say for sure that where I am today, I'll I'll say that I I have had my image consultancy and life coaching business now for 20 years. I started this business while homeless, coming out of a domestic violence marriage. What I know to be true is I didn't just become homeless and, and was in a domestic violence marriage. You see, our challenges, our problems, our trauma, our woundedness goes with us wherever we go until we deal with it. So, so I had just a history of layers and layers of, of adversity and uh, setbacks and, and trauma and trials from, you know, even coming into this world. Mm -hmm. But I'll say that when I, when I started my business, I, I got a life coach and I invested in myself for eight years straight with a life coach, and it definitely transformed my life. Now, she was also a business coach, by the way, but what I knew to be true is if I didn't get my thinking reprogrammed, and if I didn't do my personal work, my business would never survive. Exactly. And, you know, that's why I wanted to introduce the whole concept about life coaching. And of course, you definitely have to uh, find the coach that is someone you can talk to, someone who understands you, someone who has experience that you need. But what would you say, you know, how did your life really change after you worked with a coach? Because you you invested and that's what it takes. It takes investment. It takes time. It takes commitment and so on. So what was your life like before you worked with a coach and, and after? Before I worked with my coach, I definitely lacked in self-confidence. It was self-doubt that led to worry, that led to what I call awfulizing situations. Oh, I love that one. Awfulizing. Yes. Yes. My coach even used that term with me. She said, you know, you have this cloud over you and you you tend to awfulize situations. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't thinking clearly. I didn't have courage or confidence to, to think about what I really wanted in life. And, you know, I, I, at times I had victim mentality quite, Mm -hmm. quite candidly. However, what I learned through coaching, which was a real gift of, of self-discovery was who am I and what's unique about me and what's unique about my history and my successes and, and my setbacks, and how do I use those to be the fuel for what I what I do in business and in life? And, you know, it, it was really a mindset shift. And then with all of the, the mindset shifts, it was really about choosing. So choice was huge, choosing right. to be uh, disciplined to stay the course, to, to choose to go after what I really wanted in business and life. Right. And you've had a business now for 20 years. So obviously, you know how to um, be resilient, which we're going to talk yes. about in just a moment. You also know how what a, what a commitment it takes, even when you have hardships, because all business owners have hardships and uh, difficulties, and they sometimes wonder how they're going to go forward. So we're going to take a quick break right now. But when we come back, I'm going to be asking Kim a lot of questions. But the first one is going to be about a common issue for for women, and that's uh, the imposter syndrome. So stay with us, everyone. We'll be right back to a wealthy life for her. Mm-hmm. 
feeling imposter syndrome? You're not alone. KMG Consultants reports that 85% of women experience it sometime during their careers. The truth is you have everything it takes to be clear and confident despite what is going on. Are you willing to do the work to create the life of meaning and purpose you desire? Kim Peterson overcame her own adversity and setbacks and is now the resilience and confidence guide you've been waiting for. Visit uniquelysavvy.com slash events to sign up for her new program, Identity Career and Life Triage for the whole you. That's uniquelysavvy.com. According to the American Medical Association study on how women physicians are prepared for retirement, over half of women physicians believe they have unique or more complicated financial needs than their peers in other professions. Teresa Lieutenant believes that every high-earning woman deserves a truly personalized, not cookie-cutter financial plan, so she will have the best chance of pursuing her vision for a happy, healthy, and wealthy life. Explore your financial potential by joining our mailing list at reinventinghermoney.com. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Lieutenant and my guest, Kim Peterson, who's a brand style and confidence coach. And we're just getting started talking about resilience and how a woman can become more of who she is, how she can work on her inner self in order to create the life that she really wants. So Kim, an estimated 70% of people say that they experience imposter syndrome feelings at some point in their lives. According, This is according to a recent article in the International Journal of Behavioral Science. So why do you think so many women, especially high achievers, feel like a fraud sometimes, and they find it so difficult to to accept their accomplishments? You know, every woman and every man's experience is unique. It's different. And so, so I want to put that caveat in there. However, what I will say is there are there are several things that come to mind for me. One is perfectionism. Mm-hmm. So as women, we do tend to oftentimes be perfectionists. And if we do, then it's hard for us to accept our accomplishments. It's hard for us to accept our contributions because we're looking for fault within ourselves, or we see fault. And so that erodes at what is and causes us to not be able to celebrate uh, the truth of what we're bringing to the table. Another thing that women do is the comparison game. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I often talk about the comparison game. Now, Teresa, let me also share with you that these are all things that I struggled with wholeheartedly. Yes. So, so I'm talking from lived experience and not from a position of I have arrived, but uh, from a position of I have shifted tremendously and I don't struggle in these areas as much. But comparison might look like, well, Teresa's smarter than I am. Look at Mm -hmm. her, listen to her, her radio presence and her strength. And gosh, well, she's better than I am. And so that can cause us to feel inadequate that we're not worthy, even though we have what it takes in our professional roles and positions. Another thing that I talk about is faking it till you make it. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the most damaging concepts that has been around for ever that we learn and we grow up with. Well, just fake it till you make it. Don't let them see you sweat, but just fake it. Pretend. Mm-hmm. Well, when we do that, by the way, we are telling ourselves that we don't have what it takes. We're telling ourselves that um, to, to fake, to pretend, to be inauthentic. And those things in and of itself cause limiting beliefs. The very thing that we are working to undo and to get rid of and to set aside so we can really step into the truth and the strength of who we are and what is. 
Um, so that's huge. And then the other thing, of course, is we, we naturally have gender and racial biases that also play into it, right? So right. The, the man might get promoted over the woman who's more qualified, uh, men are more capable, or he's stronger, he has what it takes. And then, and then we have racial biases as well that, that, uh, that pop up and, and play a part as well. Well, I, I, I totally agree with all you're saying, uh, saying what I was thinking is the, the woman that only sees the glass half empty. And, um, you know, you were talking about realizing that you, you know, were a victim and that's part of what kept me back was seeing only the problems, only seeing what I didn't have instead of being able to embrace and work with what I did have. And and it did take a a coach to help me recognize what those strengths are. And I also think there's so many societal pressures, which you were just mentioning, that women feel like they're supposed to fit into certain roles instead of realizing I, I have these talents. I am this person. I can work with my team at work, or I can work with my family members and we can uh, get along and do projects and succeed together. I don't have to be somebody that I'm not in order to take care of everyone else, which do you find that that's uh, something you come up against with some of your clients? Absolutely. Dealing with societal expectations. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my work, regardless if I'm working with people on building their executive presence or their wardrobe and style or helping them to speak with more efficacy and impact is all based in the truth of who you are, which is Mm -hmm. your identity. Right. No one is a better expert on you than you. Mm -hmm. Nobody from the outside can say that this is what you should do or who you should be. They don't have enough time to even understand the nuances of who you are today and where you've come from, what experiences, lived experiences, positive and negative, personally and professionally, that has shaped you, right? So people struggle with that. And that's why it's so important, again, speaking from from my own experience as well as my clients, is why it's so important to mine the truth of Mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. Dig deep for it. Mm -hmm. Because when you get clear on that, what your story is and what your skills are and your talents are and your strengths are, when you have that, you are less prone, less vulnerable to having someone else try and shape you and tell you what you should do. That's exactly right. Yes, exactly. And, you know, even college students or Mm -hmm. young professionals, emerging leaders, when they come out and we work together, it's very common. And, and even women in, in their forties and fifties and sixties that will say, well, my mother said I should fill Mm -hmm. in the blank. Right. So this is a generational situation and these expectations are are clearly still out there and things that we need to to combat for sure. And and you said it uh, earlier on you said everybody's different, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know uh, some women and I this is a show primarily for women, but, you know, some women have excellent parenting and they find out who they are, their identity very early in life. And that's wonderful. So, you know, we're, we're not saying everybody is the same. What I wrote down was, you know, you, we sometimes need permission to become our authentic identity because there's so much strong uh, messages out in the culture about that we should be something. I mean, I remember in my day, it was all about whether, you know, if you didn't have a child, you had to feel, you know, like you had missed something. And I feel like there's a lot more uh, growth in that area. Not, not that it, it isn't the same pressure, but maybe it is for some women. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so how does resilience play a role in finding our place in life and and developing our identity and then ultimately uh, leading from that strong identity? So resilience by definition, one definition is, is the ability to come back after a setback. So resilience is your ability to come back after a setback. 
Mm -hmm. So think of a rubber band, if you will, you stretch that rubber band out as far as it can go, and then it comes back into its natural shape. That's resiliency. So how does that play in a role in shaping who we are? Again, it's going to go back to mindset. Mm -hmm. Really, if you and we all life, we have life quakes, as you said, I love that term life quakes. And let's just say what that is, as is what you defined it for me is, are those situations in life that that change us that shape us it could be divorce it could be death it could be a uh, career change or domestic violence in my case or, or, or a variety of things to include this last year mm-hmm. with the global shutdown mm-hmm. that's a life quake now how we choose to see ourselves and our ability to come back into a place of center Mm-hmm. or or at least a place of growth will absolutely shape who we are and how we show up in the world. So if you're someone such as myself who grew up with, again, a lot of adversity and trauma and poverty and just insecurities everywhere I turned, unless I am intentional about gaining the skills and the tools to include you know, uh, having a growth mindset, I'm not going to see myself as one who's able to overcome and have a fulfilling, meaningful, positive life or career, right? Which was why it was so important to have a a life coach, because in Mm -hmm. in great part, that's where I learned that that was possible. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think you asked, how does that shape you as a leader as well? Well, you know, I thought of, I'm thinking right now of my husband who, who is an operations manager and he, he got a promotion at Holmberg Mechanical just two weeks before the pandemic, the Mm -hmm. global shutdown. Now he was not an operations HR guy before that. And, but his role was such that he needed to lead the company and all of these employees through this time of change and challenge where, whereby just like all of us, we didn't know what was going on. His ability to do that well was a reflection of his uh, resilience right his his ability to crit, ability to have critical thinking his ability to draw on prior uh, challenges and and find the truth of of what made him successful to overcome those and even right. though the situation was different it allowed him to bring that into the current situation right yep. so it's a, it's an ever ever evolving process and there are many ways that you can build resilience, which I'd love to share when, when that time is right. Well, I, what I wanted to ask is, you know, why do you think resilience is so important to basic happiness? And I think, you know, resilience means different things to different people. And of course, depending on what uh, setbacks or what challenges we have in our lives, uh, we may mean, we may need resilience to be something uh, different for us. But why do you think it's important to basic happiness? Well, based on the definition that, that I shared, again, the, the ability to come back after a setback. Right. If we don't have the ability to come back after a setback, then we're stuck. Mm-hmm. If we're stuck, we're not happy. If we don't have the ability to, to see or create vision for the future, how does that lead to happiness or meaning or fulfillment? Right. And I wanted to make sure that we stated that here because I think there's so many people who stay in a state of unhappiness Mm -hmm. and they don't really know why they're unhappy. They just feel that way. And Mm -hmm. they don't understand that they can't really connect the dots between what kind of action can I take now that will, um, release that um, or relieve that feeling of unhappiness. So now let's talk about how we can build resiliency. Because, you know, I just recently had a little bit of a setback in my own business. And it was um, surprising to me how emotional I felt. And, you know, I, I felt those old feelings of low self-esteem and I, I questioned how I was going to move forward. So that was, a, it's interesting that I had that experience in the week before you and I were going to talk about this. So how do you coach your clients to build resiliency? You know, there are, there are many ways, many ways. And 
Oh my goodness. Last year with the pandemic and, and that's still going on with this global, sh- this global, global shutdown, we had to bring out all of the tools that we learned from investing in ourselves personally and professionally, all the tools that we had in our success toolbox to be able to manage that time. And of course, you know, we're still going through that. Right. When I think of mind, body, and soul, some things that I would say is how do you build resilience with you, the way that you speak in your communication? Mm-hmm. When we access our voice to speak our truth professionally or personally, we are in alignment. We are speaking what's true for us, what's true with what's going on inside, and it's bringing us into alignment into the world. And when we do that, we feel more confident, like I can do this, I can overcome. On the contrary, if you are feeling like, oh, I can't say that for whatever reason, they won't like me, um, I will get canceled, cancel culture or what, what have you. There's, there's a variety of things, but if you say, I can't speak my truth, even if nobody else knows about it, it's eroding and corroding at your internal resilience. For instance, I also think about wardrobe. Did you know that research shows that when you dress in your authentic style, it builds your resilience? So even now, if, if many folks, many of your listeners aren't going into to the workplace, I say, get up, get dressed and mm-hmm. get dressed to who you really are, because it truly builds your resilience. And it also increases your productivity and your creativity, uh, as well as some other things we think. Go ahead. I'm just saying that I'm nodding my head so vigorously because <clears throat> this is exactly what I ultimately realized about my my issue that I had where I felt those old feelings is that I had to speak my truth and I had to dress it address in a way that I felt incredibly like me yes. and confident. And, yes. and because I took those steps forward, the situation resolved itself. Absolutely. It's so empowering. That's what I'll say. I like to say, mine your truth so you can own your truth, so mm. you can speak your truth, dress your truth, live your truth and lead in your truth, in a clear, focused, and powerful way. It's it's the whole total package approach, mind, body, and soul. And so when I think of mining your truth, also, this is how you can dig into your mindset to build resilience. There's a phrase that I coined because I had to champion the truth of my story in order to become free, to, mm-hmm. to gain this inner peace. And that is challenge the limiting beliefs the self-limiting beliefs that you have and challenge the stories and the narratives that other people have put on you and champion the truth. The truth will set you free. Champion by definition is to fight for or to advocate for. So when you decide that you're going to fight for truth and listen only to what is true, it will build your resilience for sure. Right? Yes. And I I love that you're playing with your dog while you're doing this. Uh, (laughs) I'm not really playing. No, I get it. I understand. You're just keeping him distracted, you know, which I, I also love that dogs have become, you know, like everybody has a dog and we're all working from home and we're all just, you know, making that entity a part of our life. Okay. So we need to take another quick break. And this is a really great time to, to do that because um, we've hit on really the core, um, the core of, of transformation. And that is facing the truth, inquiring about the truth, uh, being challenged, challenging your beliefs so that you can get to the truth. That really is the work. So Mm. Hey, everybody better come back because we're having a really good time here (laughs) uh, talking about personal development concepts. We'll be right back to a wealthy life for her.
feeling imposter syndrome? You're not alone. KMG Consultants reports that 85% of women experience it sometime during their careers. The truth is you have everything it takes to be clear and confident despite what is going on. Are you willing to do the work to create the life of meaning and purpose you desire? Kim Peterson overcame her own adversity and setbacks and is now the resilience and confidence guide you've been waiting for. Visit uniquelysavvy.com slash events to sign up for her new program, Identity Career and Life Triage for the whole you. That's uniquelysavvy.com. Teresa Love Tennant encourages women to talk openly about money by providing virtual and live talking circles where members come together in a spirit of trust, respect, and mutual support. Reinventing Her Money also provides financial education, workshops, webinars, speaking events, and transformational experiences to companies and organizations. If your group would like Teresa Love Tennant to speak or facilitate a financial topic for your women's group, Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her. My guest, Kim Peterson, and I, we are uh, in a good discussion about exploring our inner and our personal truths. And, you know, uh, Kim, I have, I wrote a book about this. <laughs> I mean, my, my book was really about exploring my personal truths and getting to the bottom of a lot of the challenges that I had in my early life and uh, with parenting and experiences and so on. And, and so, but I, you know, I realized as I was writing that book and getting it all down on paper that, that I was becoming more peaceful and, and happier just by really talking it out and saying what was really true and letting go of all the fear of being judged and, um, you know, people looking down on me. And I'm guessing that you had a similar experience when you were started investigating your personal truths. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. And it was, it was very scary. Let's be Mm -hmm. clear. It was very scary. And I had at that time anxiety around it, but I had a therapist. I want to tell you, my therapist said to me when I was coming out of this, this first marriage, she said, you know, Kim, you're at a crossroads in your life and it now is the time where you can choose to take down all the dusty old boxes of family of origin and your whole life story that you've tucked away and take them done down and unpack them and work through them. Um, otherwise you're going to continue on, on a similar trajectory. Now she wasn't putting domestic violence on me at all. Mm-hmm. And right. she was also recognizing that I was, you know, somewhat successful, but she said, you're, you're, you're just going to continue down that trajectory. And so I did. I, I reached deep for courage and I, I started telling my story to her and I started telling my story to myself. And then I, I used a few other methods to, to release my story over time, long, long time. But I started to heal and mm-hmm. I started to see possibilities. Mm-hmm. And I want to share something that just came to me. I have an acronym based off of a keynote speech that I did for 425 Magazine. And it's hope and hope stands for the H is about your healing that leads to your overcoming that leads to your possibilities and the purpose and the expectancy that your best is yet to come. I love that. Thank you for remembering to to put that in our show. That is awesome. Hope. Yeah. And it all started with healing and healing really can only come when you, like you said, start to tell your story, whether you're you're telling it to yourself or in a book or to your therapist. But when you give yourself space to tell your story, the healing begins. 
That's exactly right. And I do think that that healing, if there is something to heal, which as we said before, not everybody has a lot to heal, but some of us really do. And being able to heal that, uh, those things in the past and be confident in the story and realize that that contributes to who we are Mm -hmm. and it gives us uh, inner power qualities. So all that happens to us, I believe is actually has positive elements to it. So what would you, what do you tell women or men who've experienced, you know, adversity in their past, how do you help them begin that journey to, uh, to healing and exploring their personal truths and ultimately building up this reservoir of resiliency? Yes. So good. You know, it's really about holding space for, uh, for that individual Mm -hmm. to be able to share their story as it comes in their own time, to listen with discerning ears, to help them decipher, uh, to connect the dots. And, And once you start to do that, then you can look into personality. What's your personality and what are you, what do you value? What are you willing to fight for? What are you passionate about? What makes you come alive? What are your skills, talents, and strengths? So it really is a self-discovery process that, that allows people then to really, they're giving them their own self permission to be well, who they are. I just want to say that a recent client of mine, um, it, it took us several months before she was able to see possibility, before she was able to look at what her true values were and figure out what she wanted. So, so you know, it's, it's, it's a process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a process that quite candidly, most people don't allow themselves the permission or the time to, to do that. For a variety of reasons. For a variety of reasons. And one of the biggest reasons I think is because life is just really, really busy. You know, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of details to to manage in a life nowadays. So, but uh, what I love about this uh, topic of truth is that you're saying, quote, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some some of these sayings, they're old and they seem uh, redundant or, but this one really is true, isn't it? It really is true. And yes, and I certainly, if, if I could be set free is what I want to say. If I could be set free with all of my baggage, which is a negative connotation to all of my life experiences, if I could be set free, so can you. Yeah. So can anybody. And and so it is true. And yet the, the, the gift and the opportunity is to stay committed to mining for that truth, searching mm-hmm. for the treasure of it, and taking everything and aligning it up against that truth and seeing what is. And then, you know, voila, there, there's just a liberation and an inner peace. But like you said, life is so busy with all the details. So we often don't take the time to challenge a story, whether it's a news story or, you know, I'll tell you a quick thing, just so you know, you probably have heard in your professional development as it relates to wardrobe and appearance that that saying that says, um, 55% of a first impression is based on your body language and your appearance. And 7% is based on the words you speak. And only 3% is based on the message. Something like that. Do you know that's a myth? <laughs> really? It is a myth. I read it. Last year, I was teaching a, a workshop for Boeing. And I I led with that. I mean, it was in my, my curriculum, my material. And... What happened was when I researched it more deeply, the author of that psychological study said that that was a myth and that we have proliferated it since 19, it was the early 70s. But that's why we have to challenge the truth. We have to take what we see, what we hear, and we challenge the truth to get to the source of it, to the bottom of it. It's, it's amazing to me. Well, I, I love that because there's so many other myths that you discover along the way. Yeah. And, you know, the old uh, story about that they wanted to close the patent office back in the 1800s because everything that had been developed was going to be, they knew that, you know, we know everything as human beings, there's nothing more to develop. And, and, and that's what we have to be. We have to be cu- 
uh, curious and courageous in order to um, really dig for the truth. What is really the truth? And you know what? The feeling of of discovering it, you feel it in your body. You Mm -hmm. feel the rightness of it. And, you know, I have um, talked to a lot of coaches about that whole, you know, inner energy that we have inside our body that teaches us about who we are and how we work as a human being, you know, and you and I are, we're very devoted to empowering other human beings. You know, we kind of work in the trenches. We're not really that famous. And Mm -hmm. uh, you and I really (laughs) don't care about being famous. We care about working with people one-on-one and helping people have those aha moments where they actually get it about what is going to give them a meaningful life, a prosperous life, whatever it is they want. And everybody, you know, is gets to choose what it is they want. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you about how you are devoted to helping uh, your clients really get out of their cocoon and become a butterfly so that they can fly and that they can empower more people and they can influence in, you know, it's kind of like that, uh, rolling thing that that uh, happens when you help someone and then they help someone else. Yes, it's a ripple effect. It's ripple amazing. Effect. Thank you. That's what I was yes. trying to say. Absolutely. It's amazing. And it's it's beautiful. And that's really where the impact comes in, by the way. Can you imagine? I mean, you don't have to be famous to make that impact on one individual who has their unique skills and talents and, and has has a a sense of personal freedom that has occurred from your work together and they go out and their platform is such that they're able to impact, you know, hundreds or thousands of people and the the ripple effect continues. So it's, it's just absolutely beautiful. And, and so what I would say is everybody comes to me with their own unique situation. Some people want to work with me just on wardrobe. Help me help me feel more confident in my own skin with my body shape and what to wear, colors, patterns, silhouettes and styles. Other people are going to work with me on speaking with impact, increasing and elevating their presentation skills. Still yet, others will work with me on the life coaching aspect of getting after their story or their limiting beliefs because they're seeing that there's been some obstacles that they haven't been able to overcome or break through to get to where they really want to go, mm-hmm. right? And then others are, I, I think of I think of this woman, Anne, and I can say her name because she, she shared a, a, a written testimonial, but she said, basically... She said, you know, the uh, the work that I did with Kim was the most transformational work of my life. It cannot be measured in dollars and cents. It what what happened for me is integration, a life made whole an abundant life and freedom. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes. So that was really about her journey was more about who is she? It was the answer to who am I as a 50 something professional leader and career woman? Who am I and how do I take really who I am and translate that such that I am able to make a bigger impact and Mm -hmm. be of greater influence in my sphere? That was her work. What I said at the beginning of the show, which was you um, come to personal transformation through conversations about image and feelings about self. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I come through it through conversations through the doorway of money, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and because anything that we feel uncomfortable with, or we feel a lack of confidence, or we feel a lack of resilience will show us where our work is can be in order to become more of who we are and to live from our personal truth. Right. So we have uh, about three more minutes. So I want to make sure that you get a chance to really maybe sum up our conversation today. What is it that is the last thing that you'd like to leave with our listeners? You know, I think it's really important. These are, uh, uh, this is a point that I already shared in in our conversation already, but really is to champion, champion the truth, champion the truth. The truth will set you free. Everything that we do starts with a limited or with a thought. I'm going to share a quote really quick from Frank Outlaw on thoughts. 
powerful. It changed my life. I use it. I quote it still all these years later. And it says, watch your thoughts for they become your words. Watch your words for they become your actions. Watch your actions for they become your habits. Watch your habits for it becomes your character. Watch your character for it becomes your destiny. Mm. So if we take that bottom line and we loop it all the way back at the top, what it started was watch your thoughts. So this is champion the truth and challenge the limiting beliefs and the stories and the narratives. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's critical and it's important. It was an important part of my breakthrough and for clients as well. And then the, the other thing, which is equally as important is to know to discover at least that you are loved. Mm. You are loved because, you know, Brene Brown, I think of it, Brene Brown says we were created for relationship. I am a woman of faith in God. And in, in scriptures, it says, you know, God created us for relationship. So we're, we, when we have a sense of connectivity and belonging and a sense of being loved, it is from that place that we can really then go out and operate from our gifts and talents wholeheartedly. We don't have to self-protect. We don't have to hold things back. We can uh, uplift and serve as catalysts to empower from a place of belonging, a place of being loved, and a place of overflow so that from that place, we can give that out to the world. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy that we got to know you today, Kim. And that, you know, that last word of knowing that we are loved and that we can be confident, we can have resilience, we can learn our own personal truths and then stand in those truths as we contribute to the world. It really is, um, in my world, the the way I understand things, that is the meaning of a wealthy life. Mm-hmm. So thank you for bringing all of your wisdom and your passion for your work with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And next week, our guest will be Raina Nisus. Now she's author of the book, No Regrets, Hope for Your Caring Season. She lost both of her parents to Alzheimer's and she spent a number of years caring for her father. Um, she, you know, she founded a, a company called A Season for Caring, where she offers encouragement, support, and resources to family caregivers who are aimlessly wandering through that very important part of life. So thank you, everyone, for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. I'm the most happy and grateful person because I host a radio show where I get to inspire women to live a wealthy life by interviewing women who are doing just that. It's the best. So don't miss out on any of our incredibly talented guests. Listen every week live on 1150kknw.com. And you can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you, Alexis Lieutenant Gregory who is the composer of our theme music, Eric, my producer, my team at Cornerstone Financial Strategies and everyone at KKNW 1150 AM. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa, T-R-E-S-A, Lieutenant. And you can learn more about working with me at ameriprizeadvisors.com forward slash Teresa.Lieutenant. And finally, remember, ladies, you deserve a wealthy life and to attain the level of financial independence that you desire because it is your birthright. When you align your values and your goals and you get to your personal truth, you get your financial house in order, you can build and gain financial confidence so that you can overcome any challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. Thanks so much for being here. We'll see you next week. Teresa Leftenant is financial advisor and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice with Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. She is a certified financial planner professional and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at ameripriseadvisors.com slash Teresa.Leftenant. AmeriprizeAdvisors.com forward slash Teresa dot Lieutenant.
Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC.